Welcome to Everything Life Coaching with John Kim and Noel Cardo, founders of Journey Coaching. If you're inspired to begin your own life coaching practice or just want to learn a little bit more about what it's all about, visit journey.co. That's J-R-N-I.co. Hey guys, this is a special episode. Noel and I have been thinking about you guys um, just with everything that's going on. Noel is on the East Coast and I am on the West Coast. Noel, uh, what, what's going on in Philly as far as what you see around you and the, the energy and the spirit of people? Yeah, you know, I don't really know. I have been self-quarantined for about a week so far. <laughs> mm. I got sick. <laughs> Well, I, I guess I guess uh, then you're just basically practicing self care and and you're working from home obviously and just doing everything you can to take care of yourself. No. Yeah, I'm working from home. What I'm seeing um, out and about, or what I'm hearing from my friends, is that you know our community is really pulling together. Uh, lots of emails have been going around in our neighborhood mm-hmm. asking, you know, does anybody need extra toilet paper? I have some. And folks are coming together to pool resources for laptops, for little nuggets um, who need to learn from home while oh, everybody's wow. kind awesome. of displaced for a little bit. Yeah. So it's it's been really lovely to see that stuff happening. And uh, of course, I live right smack in the middle of two college campuses. So there was a lot lot of liveliness um, when the schools were shut down. I think everybody kind of got in like their last hurrah, but now it's pretty quiet. Yeah. And I don't know how long it's going to go. They say, you know, two weeks to a month. Um, I know by just seeing uh, videos of, of New York, it just looks like a ghost town. And LA's, I think, right behind New York. We're shutting stuff down, but it hasn't been official yet. Yeah, and and I think things kind of tend to move east to west in that way. We got a good head start in the fear category over here on the East Coast and a lot more conservative, puritanical, so on and so forth. So the lockdowns happened a little bit earlier. Yeah. So let's um give uh, possibly some tips. Let's talk about um what is happening in our body and brain and how we can help people um, manage uh, their their way through all of this. Yeah, I think you know the first thing to really kind of validate is that we are all universally going through something that is completely historic. We are living through mm. an unprecedented time. Yeah, meaning that I mean, in my lifetime, I haven't experienced anything like this. No, this is this is the first pandemic I've ever experienced that you've ever experienced. The way that uh, public health is really being centered in this way, you know, a lot of the crises that I've seen in my lifetime have been financial, have been war, nine eleven, you know. But this is really the first health related crisis that we're having as a as a as the world is having it all together. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, for me growing up in LA, I've been around for the Northridge quakes, the riots, uh, that was, that was a really big deal. The fires, the, the mudslides and all of that. And, uh, this is very different because it's such a slow burn. It's not like, it's not like one event happened and they're putting a fire out. I mean, they are, I mean, I guess, but it's, it's such a, there's more, um, uncertainty and, um, the unknown with this. And I think that's what scares people. 
Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And and so you know, let's validate feelings. It's okay to feel freaked out. This is real, first of all. Right, right. And on top of it, a lot of us aren't feeling great. <laughs> so on top yeah. of it, people are are sick and tired yes. and freaked out. Well, and if you're sick or or you're sneezing or whatever, then there's also the uh, being more afraid that you're sick. Yeah, that's absolutely you know? true. And and I've been hearing yeah. other words to describe what people are feeling as well. I've been hearing a lot of people say that they have surrendered. Mm. And that's been an interesting word to come out of all of this. And I, I think it's really reflective of just kind of how our consciousness is turning right now. And that gives me a lot of hope and a lot of excitement. Yeah, when you say surrender, I don't see a white flag. I actually see, um, I see power in that. I see a letting go. I see a, a freedom. Yeah, I see flow. I see, yeah, well, um, you know, kind of joining. I see community. It's 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 like a river that's running, um, mm -hmm. and it's it's a truly beautiful phenomenon to behold. And you know, I think when we're looking at this, one of the things that we always that I ask is, okay, well, how did we get here? And and when I say here. What I'm really talking about is a 360 degree walk around. We're stuck in our homes. Some of us aren't feeling well. We're all freaked out. You know, how did we get here? Well, a lot of it has to do with the reality of the world. There's this new virus. It travels quickly. Secondarily, information spreads really fast. Some of it's misinformation. Some of it's good information. Um, mm -hmm. And we've all been kind of spinning tops up until this point. Yeah, absolutely. And and on top of that, um, because we're uh, quarantined, uh, it, it, it creates isolation. And for people um, who live alone, for people who, you know, are living away from home, away from uh, family members, for people who don't have many friends or going through a transition, uh, that can be very difficult. It can be very difficult. And, you know, it's so ironic because I rail all the time about how social media keeps us from getting outside and interacting with each other and interacting with nature. And at this exact moment in time, we, we need to be inside and on social media in order to connect right. with others. It's our only um, it's our only way to connect, uh, which, you know, FaceTime and, and, and Skyping and all of that. It's it's texting. It's the way that we're going to be able to all kind of hold hands through this. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, being judicious and thinking about, you know, something that I've been thinking about is how does this make me feel? You know, am I engaging mm. in social media? Is it raising my anxiety levels? Am I laughing? Am I feeling connected to others? Um, something that I personally started doing was writing more. I started putting out one message a week. I used to write a lot and then I kind of tapered off and now yep. I'm back. Um, so I'm putting out as many words of hope as I can. I love that. And also, um, and I heard this from our very own MC who teaches, uh, trauma in, in, in our journey intensive. Um, you can't, uh, be in a panic state and be creative at the same time. Like you can't be curious and judgmental or you can't uh, hate and love. And so when you are doing something like writing, and I'm also making sure that I have creative space for me, 
um, it calms me and you're focusing on something else and you're not um, dropping into panic and, and activating, activating fight or flight because you're doing something creative. Yeah. And I think this is a really beautiful time for people to get in touch with their creative side, with their maker side. We have space to learn. We have space to create. And if guys, if, if you've been kind of wondering, what do I do with my time? Um, you know, even before this happened, what do I, where do I place my intellect? This is a wonderful opportunity for that kind of introspection. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What are some things that people can do? Um, I think writing is great. Journaling is great uh, to, to kind of create that creative space for themselves. What do you think? Painting. Um, yeah. Cleaning is actually really creative and cathartic. My little sister was reorganizing her button drawer by size oh. and color. <laughs> I love You know what when you said reorganizing I was like yes everything that we've been putting off like uh you know reorganizing your bedroom or uh your closet or uh things that you just um that you know get put aside because of life I think now's the time to do that. Oh yeah and and I was delighted to learn that she had a button drawer. You know who who has right. that? <laughs> Are we talking about buttons on shirts or like those pins, um, those buttons that, you know, like uh, Mork and Mindy buttons? I, I, I believe I it's David buttons on shirts. And I also think wine might have been involved in the decision to rearrange the button drawer. But, you know, we're going to go with creativity here. I think um, wine is okay, too, right now. <laughs> but, you know, that's actually something that I cut out during this time. Mm. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, that's unlike me, but I, I really just said, you know, I want to be present. I want to be present. Yeah. I, I don't want to numb. I don't want to, um, you know, isolate in ways that aren't healthy for me and I don't want to feel hungover. Yeah. Uh, that's great. I love that. Um, I think, I think people are also, you know, because we can't go to gyms and we can't practice, um, uh, yoga and all the things in communities, uh, we're also now, uh, forced to create, uh, creative ways to move. And so when you mentioned that you're not drinking wine, I think a lot of people are also, uh, doing things like intermittent fasting, uh, you know, push-ups, sit-ups, things in, at, at home that they're usually not used to doing, which I think is a good thing. Yeah. And, you know, when we're looking at all of this stuff, we have two choices. Thinking about the way that our brains work. There are systems with levers and pulleys. So if we're sitting in anxiety, if we're sitting in fear, um, we're accessing our memory, we're accessing our past, everything that we know about the world. And that's where we're, we're spinning in the ruminating mind. That's our nervous system. When we're doing mm -hmm. things like treating our bodies like a temple or moving or trying new and novel activities, we're accessing entirely different aspects of our brain that give us the components that we need for resiliency. Right. And this is what's important. You know, we're not just distracting ourselves, but there's a reason why we're doing what we're doing. And I think that is, uh, that's what's going to motivate people. Yeah. To do like what we're saying, you know? Yeah. And, and, and the key here guys is to do things differently to break mm. your routine, to break your habits, to try things that you've never tried before. Um, I'm going to try a yoga challenge. Oh, nice. Yeah, right? Who knew? Yep. No wine and <laughs> yoga. What is happening? But um, 
when we do things differently, that's when we light up parts of our brain, the landscape in our brain where neurons have never met each other and have never gotten a chance to connect, start connecting. So this does something Mm -hmm. very powerful. It builds new neural pathways. And I talk about this a lot, but why is this important, especially now? As we build new neural pathways, we give our brains landscape to travel away from the past, away from our fear triggers and away from our fight or flight. Yeah. I mean, ultimately, what does that do then? In, 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 I guess in a nutshell, it calms you, no? It calms you and it reduces the impact that fear, unknown, past triggers, anxiety. It, it reduces the power that has over you. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't like the word calm. I like the word grounds you. That feels cal- calm. Sometimes feels like there's pressure behind it, but like it, uh, it grounds you. You know, it centers you. Um, all of that, and I think that that's really powerful. Yeah, grounding, centering. You know, gaining control over your own mind is is a really worthy pursuit in in and of itself. Mindfulness, meditation. Um, even getting adequate rest, turning off your screens at night mm-hmm. so that you can rest well, not feeding into that constant stream of social media and news to actually let your body calm down and return to homeostasis. Yeah. And I want to go a little a little deeper here. Um, one of the things that happens for me <clears throat> and maybe a lot of people when um, something like this happens in the world is – uh, an evaluation. And so what I mean by that is kind of thinking about and reflecting on your life and um, maybe shuffling your life cards and maybe um, seeing uh, what's important, who's important, and, you know, like what truly matters. Yeah, very much so. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to bring up today is this idea this mirage that life is a straight path, a straight line, that the road isn't bumpy, and that if our life doesn't reflect that vision, there's something wrong with us, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about you, and I was thinking about the fact that you moved. How bumpy my life's been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You moved, right. had a baby, had a baby. Yeah. and then this. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. So, you know, truly, you know, for you to be saying this is the time to recenter, what a testament to you. How are you doing? What is going well, on the, for you? <laughs> you know what? That's actually what's happening. Um, you know, two things that that make you um, – uh, evaluate your life, reflect uh, to recenter is, is is death and birth, right? So, if someone dies, like my my dad died uh, uh, this year, and you just think about your life, you evaluate where you're at, what you want, what's important to you, who's important to you, um, and then I had a baby. So then, <laughs> so then with birth, you start thinking about okay, now uh, it's not just about me. How do I want to plan my future? Like all the stuff comes up, and then on top of that, the coronavirus hit which then it's like, I've just been doing nothing but evaluating my life. And, um, you know, like if I want to shuffle some cards, um, where I want to be in three years, what's important to me, you know, are, are the things that are important to me, honest to me, like just all these big questions. And it's not so much making me feel stressed out. Um, and there's no panic in doing anything about it. It just, 
I think it's just great to um, be aware of it and 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 know that there's an opportunity opp- opportunity to kind of shuffle things around and and then as you as you come out of this, then you could put action behind that and then you know your life can evolve and take a different path and all that. And I think all that is just it's it's flow, it's it's evolution, it's you know the unfolding. Yeah, yeah, and I've had a little bit of a of a, a different response, and I think it's probably a lot to do with um, the very different life circumstances that we have. I don't have kids. Mm-hmm. Um, right. I'm not. I'm not going to. And I run our company, and um, I spend a lot of time thinking about the world. And one of the things that I've wrestled with with myself for the last, well, you know this, it's been years, has been visibility and has been my relationship with using my voice. And when this happened, and especially when this happened and I have been so very sick through it, I became determined to start wielding my voice. And I- Oh, I love that. Yeah, I became determined to start showing up in the world more because I was- seeing and experiencing a lack of leadership. And I was like, where the hell are all the leaders? And, you know, if you see something that needs to be built, build it your damn self, right? So I just kind of decided to come out swinging with hope and love. And it, um, it has caused me to really get over myself in a major way. Yeah, you know what I hear is um, you seeing a bad signal, you seeing a calling, you seeing uh, something that is greater than you, and then you feeling uh, a responsibility, uh, especially you know as a leader yourself, to answer that call. And it's hard, you know. I'm not gonna lie. Like when when I was sitting there trying to write to our coaches, and I was feeling like I was gonna pass out. I was digging deep to get those yeah. words out yeah. but it's important to do that and so you know guys if you're listening this is a time for all of us to show up as leaders in our own way right right absolutely and it doesn't matter what your gifts are do what uh, you feel comfortable doing and so whether you're writing a post or doing a video or maybe a podcast episode like this um, anything you can or you know maybe it's not public maybe it's a facetime call to, uh, to your family you know um that's also being a leader too. I mean, you have to def- define what that looks like, but uh, I think that's great. And I, I also think, Noel, it's very, you know, me following your story and, and knowing you for so long, um, I've seen the evolution of you. So uh, starting with Noel hiding behind sunglasses in a photo to now just like audio, video, writing, um, it's it's amazing to see that, you know? Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, um, it, it feels good, and it's it's also um, it's also a little bit scary, you know. It's, yeah. it's scary yeah. to show up for others, and I was really thinking about why that is. And I think with modern life, as things are so commodified, and we've moved away from true community, where you know every single one of your neighbors, and you go to the local butcher to get your meat at night, um, we're not asked to sacrifice on behalf of others that much. Right. This is probably one of the first times in most of our lifetimes where we all really freaking need to help each other. Yeah, and I don't even know if the word is sacrifice because in times like this, the uh, the human spirit comes out 
and you could you you could sense that as well. And it reminds us that you know we're such tribal creatures. And like I saw a video of uh, people in Italy um, on their balcony singing together mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I was just like, it's the it's it's how we are as humans, you know, like the spirit of humans uh, is coming out. And uh, I think that's really beautiful and and what a great reminder. So I don't even think it's a sacrifice. I think people are just um, extending their hearts, you know. I hope naturally. Uh, yeah, I I agree. And and the extension of spirit is wonderful. I would love to see everybody take this further um, into material goods. You know, I was looking up uh, food pantries in West Philly mm-hmm. right before we hopped mm-hmm. on because I'm seeing so many reports that food pantries are running out of food. Um, my friends who are teachers are looking for laptops to give to kids. Um, you know, people are losing their jobs. All of the music venues that I go to are sending out emails to support the servers and bartenders. So it's times like this where if you have extra, give it. Sure. Absolutely. I think so. And and it's not, uh, it could, because right now uh, it's very easy to hoard. It's very easy to, you know, um, if you have extra toilet paper to keep that for yourself. Um, But the actual act of giving it, uh, is only going to stretch your heart and it's only going to make you feel more empowered. Uh, it's going to feel like you're answering that uh, bad signal as well. And, and and that's a really good feeling. Yeah. Being, being a leader. Being a leader and using your special talents. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you have a beautiful voice, open your window and sing. Um, if you are a writer, you know, craft some poetry. If you yeah. happen to be really great at math, maybe you can help all those people who aren't do their taxes right now since our brains are broken. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's whatever you can offer, do so. I just, I didn't even think about that. And I was like, what a great idea. Taxes are coming up. We push it away. Um, if you're great at math, help someone do their taxes in this time. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be our next t-shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I uh, I want to point out, and this is also something that I love uh, when Noah and I have conversations, um, how different our stories are and how all of this is affecting me differently with what's going on in my personal life and, and, and very differently for Noelle and what's going on in her personal life. And I want to point that out because uh, there's no blanket, uh, you know, uh, way that that uh, this is hitting people you know and depending on your story and where you're at it's going to hit you a different way and so noel and i are are, are two examples of how differently and how uh, that this is hitting us um and that's okay yeah mm-hmm. and there's no right or wrong way to do this you know john right. needs to stay home and take care of that baby right now i can yeah, go i'm changing out. diapers and noel's uh, writing poetry it's amazing yeah and you know when i get better i'll be out in the streets with a blowtorch you know it's gonna be fine yeah um right. but you know, let me do that you stay home with that baby <laughs> like... yes yes uh but you know what both of those are ways that we are answering the call both of those are ways that um, we are being leaders. And so, you know, kind of to, to, to come back to what you were saying, um, and what a great reminder. Thank you for that. Uh, now's the time it, while we're going through this for you to show up, um, to rise, and to, to be a leader in your specific way that you want to do that. And do your friends' taxes. And do your friends' taxes. That's the ultimate <laughs> leadership, actually. Anyway, guys, stay stay safe and, um, you know, practice self-care, all the things, but also um, make sure that you get your, ne- your needs fulfilled as well as you're leading. Yeah, you are loved. We love you. Thank you. 
Be well. Ready to cut through the BS of becoming a coach? Snag John and Noelle's six-step guide to becoming a life coach at journey.co slash everything. That's J-R-N-I dot C-O slash everything. If what you've heard here today speaks to you and you want to learn a little bit more about becoming a coach, visit journey.co, J-R-N-I dot C-O. We've graduated nearly a thousand coaches and offer vibrant community, strong lifetime support, and world-class coaching education. We're fully ICF accredited and look forward to watching how you use coaching to make a bigger impact in the world around you.